Welcome everyone to your ongoing journey or leap into a new world of opportunity. Inside Japan podcast is a stepping stone for your next adventure. It is a show built with informative interviews, perspectives on local life, and how you can master your path into the unknown. For today, kick back and listen to the wisdom of our host, James. James here coming to you with episode number 115 of the Inside Japan podcast brought to you as always by jobsinjapan.com, the place you got to go if you want to find an awesome job in Japan. Jobsinjapan.com is the place you got to be, my friend. So solo show coming at you here. Got some hot interviews coming your way already recorded. Just want to get them in, in order, uh, get them correctly edited and everything for you. So it's going to be a solo show here. Big news, though, in ALT Insider Land. I have bought the plane ticket to to go home. Uh, you know, uh, it's it's could happen in two months here. I could be home off the island. Can you believe it? Of course, it's very tentative because all the time flights are changed and canceled. And of course, if coronavirus gets too crazy, uh, things might change <laughs> in terms of you know letting us into America if Japan gets too crazy with coronavirus. So you never know. But the plane ticket is 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 bought, my friends. Again, this for anyone who doesn't know. Show is going to continue going on. It's not going to stop. Still going to be interviewing people working in Japan. Uh, there might be a little break there for a while, a few weeks or so, as I move over and stuff. But the show's going on, and I hope to share my experience of moving from Japan to America and how I can make that work and everything there too. So it should be cool. Um, today, though, I thought it'd be fun to go through one of the first things I ever made for the website, LTInsider.com. Now, um, basically six years running now, website, and I wrote an ebook. That was called Get Your Mind Right. And uh, some people out there, I'm sure I've read it before. Some people haven't. If you haven't read it, you can find it on the website. I'll put it in the show notes page. Uh, it's totally free. Um, you can put It has the thing where it's like a blank amount. You could pay for it. So you can put 0.0. It's totally cool. Uh, one person anonymously put $100 in there one time. So thank you to that anonymous person. I'm probably It's probably my family. But someone put $100 in there for this 20-page uh, ebook. So thanks for that, that person. But a lot of people put in a few bucks and stuff. And it was always nice to see. It's obviously slowed down a lot since it's been out for for six six uh, let's see six years now, and I haven't really updated it at all, or you know, never promoted it. So it makes sense, but it's kind of its twilight. So that's why I thought I could um, talk about go go through it myself and see if I still agree with this. Right? I mean, this is written six years ago. Do I still agree with this ebook that I wrote six years ago about ten steps to prepare you? For having the most fun possible working in Japan, I wanted to see. I haven't. I didn't review it or anything. I haven't seen. Put, laid my eyes on this in probably five years myself. So this is going to be interesting. I'm going to scroll down and go through it myself and see what I would amend to this and what I would change about this. I probably should write a new one, but you know, ain't, ain't no one got time for that. So this is going to have to take the place of that. Um, this is going to be the review of Get Your Mind Right and kind of the 2020 update. I guess I could update it someday. We'll see. We'll see. No promises there. Because um, ebooks are kind of like, for me, I don't, I don't like ebooks anymore. I used to have a big thing for them, download as many as I could, but now I don't. So I don't want to put one out there if I don't like ebooks myself. But, anyways, let's get to it. This is Get Your Mind Right. I wrote this in 2015 or something. I don't even know the exact date. 2015, 2014, about how to have the most fun while you work in Japan. Okay, I wrote this book when I was still in ALT. You know, trying to make the website work and stuff, not sure how long the website's going to live and the website's still here. So it's, it's cool. It's definitely a cool feeling uh, that it's been going on so long. I'm glad I definitely big part of my life now. So it's cool. But let's get to it. Get your mind right. What would I change about it now? Right. 
So let's scroll. Let's scroll through it. Um, you know, let's get out of the stupid uh, introduction. What this book's about? Blah blah blah, blah blah blah. Let's get to the steps. Okay. So my first step I recommend how to work in Japan is to prioritize fun. Right. I definitely um, now as I'm older, do I think that I would put that same topic as number one? Probably not. Um, if I was making this book only for people that wanted to work in Japan for a few years, then maybe I would keep it. But now as I'm older and I think I see more and more people want to make a career out of Japan and spend more time in Japan, I probably wouldn't put that first. I would probably something like prioritize networking or something, you know, but that's not as cool. That definitely wasn't my mindset then when I was just an LT, you know, trying to make my life as fun as possible while just being an LT, right? So prioritize fun, number one, very important, but I would not say it's, it's number one anymore. Um, but yeah, as I said in this book, that's like the thing. If you keep that in your mind, everything else is fine. And I definitely still think that's true for anyone that's like a jet or something that just wants to enjoy a little time in Japan. Do that. Prioritize fun. And you'll have a good time. Yeah, obviously, it makes sense. But don't worry about anything else. Just make sure you're having a good time in your time in Japan. If you're not spending the long term in Japan, you don't have that endless time, right? So use it wisely. Have as much fun as you can. And then go home and do what you want to do, right? But if you want to be in Japan long term... I wouldn't probably put that as number one, but that's number one. Let's get number two. Throw away expectations, right? So I think that's true. I think that's definitely would be number two. Um, everyone, I think the more you build up what Japan is in your mind, the more when you get here, it's not going to be like that. And then it's not fun. It's not as good as you expect it, right? Um, like for me too, I expected, I know I would pick up Japanese so easily. I would. I was going to study hard, but I was going to pick it up easily. It's going to be easy. I'd be getting translation jobs so easy. That's not how it worked out for me. So, of course, you're going to expect stuff, and you're going to watch YouTube videos to try to see and have an idea of what it's going to be like in your mind. But just know it's not going to be like that. Um, if you can accept that and are ready for that, the more fun you will have. So, number two, throw away expectations. I'm sticking with that. I think that is definitely a good one to have. Number three, take action. Right. So, what do I mean by taking action? This is one where I, I kind of I still think this is a good one to include. It's um, again, this unlike the first one, which was kind of aimed at people that wanted to spend a short time in Japan. This is kind of more for people that want to spend a long term in Japan is to think about your goal and start doing it now. Right. So don't don't kind of don't just idle in Japan, which is so easy to do, especially if you're going to be long term in Japan. If you're going to spend a, t- a year in Japan and have fun. Hey, that's cool. Right. Do whatever you want get drunk every weekend, go to the bars, have fun. That's it. Go home. Cool. Right. That's cool. But if you want to have a goal, want to make more of your time in Japan and make it a long-term thing, I definitely think that is true. You got to take action, right? No, you don't learn Japanese by not trying, right? That's one thing I've learned that I thought I didn't know was so true before I got to Japan. I thought if you spend enough time in Japan, you'll get it. No, you have to try really hard and it takes endless, endless effort to get good at it. So um, if that's something you want to do, you want to find a cool job in Japan that could be your career, it's got to be something you have to do. So take action. Find, pick an end goal and go there. I definitely think that's still true. Okay. Uh, number four. Wow. This is <laughs> it's kind of an interesting way to put it. Number four is set goals. So obviously, I kind of spilled the beans on, on number three. But yeah, set goals, right? Choose a path and start working towards it. Um, I would have changed how I set that layout for sure if I wrote this in 2020. But yeah, number three is is uh, take action. And number four is set goals. They kind of could be mixed into one, in my opinion. But setting goals extremely important i think that's a huge one if i had to make the book that would be included as well if i had to make the book today this would definitely be on there you have to have to set a goal uh if you want to have, do anything right i mean 
so many people waste away their time in Japan doing nothing, right? Because they're not sure what to do. They're not. They're trying to find the perfect way. I'm not going to study Japanese because I don't know the perfect way to do it. I'm going to research, you know, a million ways to a million ways to study Japanese and find the best one. Check out the reviews. The best thing to do is just keep get going, right? Pick a goal, pick a way to do it, and then just do it. Don't don't jack around trying to you know analyze each step and make sure you're doing the most efficient step. Just take any step, right? Is the most is the most important message here, right? Uh, number five, make a game over list. Okay, so game over list. Let me refresh my. Let me read the first paragraph, and I think it's true. Japan isn't for everybody. Living outside of the country in which you were born is not for everybody. Sing the hello, 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 and how are you song to third graders every day before class is not for everybody, and that's perfectly okay. So I would definitely keep this one. This is kind of a list of things to say. If I'm not feeling this way by the end of this time period, like you could set six months or a year, then I would leave. I would leave Japan, right? And I would think that's I think that's important to have. Um, I don't know if I'd put it in the book if I wrote in 2020, but I think a lot of people would be more happy if they did this. It would make them set goals to make sure they don't feel that way, right? So, for example, if you had you could have a, a one in your list like, if I don't get an interview for a non-teaching job in a year, I will leave Japan. Right. Kind of a thing that will like, you know, no one's obviously keeping track. You can obviously lie to yourself. But if you write, you know, if you have that goal, uh, that kind of anti goal in your mind, where if I don't get a job interview for a non teaching job in Japan in a year, I'm going to go home. I'm going to go back to my home country. That'll make you do it a little bit. Right. If you're that kind of person. Right. And if you're kind of and if you fall in these kind of, you know, negative head spaces, which can happen when you're living overseas anywhere. You know, you can kind of look at that. Wow, do I really want to go a whole year without having a non-teaching job interview? I don't want to do that. So you start taking the steps to make sure it doesn't happen, right? So I definitely think this is a good one. Would I include it in 2020 book? I don't know, but it's something to think about. Number six, um, learn Japanese, right? So yeah, yeah. I, I think this is, again, one of those ones where I would split in off into kind of into kind of different different buckets, right? If you want to live long-term in Japan, yes, learning Japanese is extremely important. Um, the more you do, the more you have fun. It's just, you got to do it, right? If, you don't, if you're not doing it, are you sure you want to spend a long time in Japan? Like you're, if, you're not, if, you, if you're living in Japan long-term and you're not doing it, you're just missing out a lot of opportunities for you, right? So it's just not smart life choice, right? But if you're going to be in Japan short, short-term, Hey, don't do it. Who cares, right? I mean, it's just, I don't think it's that important if you're spending a year in Japan to learn Japanese, right? I really don't. It's cool if you do, and it's, it's a good idea. But really, hey, you don't have to. Um, this, this is the last sentence I wrote is, is beautiful, and I think it's true. Learning Japanese is not hard. It just requires constant, unrelenting effort from you. And that's true. I probably stole that from somewhere. That sounds too good for me, my writing. <laughs> but yeah, that is definitely true. Uh, learning Japanese is one of those ones where, yes, of course, if you're spending long term, long term, you got to do it. If you're spending short term, hey, maybe I take that out. Number seven, interesting one here. Plan a trip home. Um, so yeah, another one that's kind of different for different people. Kind of stupid one to include in a book like this. Um, but yeah, the thinking here is that if you know you're going to spend a long term in Japan. Going home will only enhance your love of Japan and your you your you like kind of enhance your effort to make sure you're doing you're doing the things you got to do to have fun to stay there. Like if you just go, if you don't have a, if, that was kind of a stupid way to say it. Let me let me rephrase that. 
if you're staying in Japan short term, of course, planning a trip home is kind of whatever, right? But if you're staying long term, going home, telling other people about your experience, you know, and, and, and kind of it can kind of give you reinvigorate your fire to work hard in Japan and make sure you're achieving your goals, kind of, I think. And a lot of people think about that. A lot of people think, well, I'm leaving. I'm going to Japan. F my home country. I've always wanted to be in Japan. I don't care. But if you go home, I've found that it kind of like commit. You can it commits yourself to. You can help you commit yourself to making sure your time in Japan is good, right? You're making the most of your time in Japan when you go back home for a little bit, right? So I think it's a good one. It's kind of awkward to be here. I don't know. I wouldn't include it now. But I think it's definitely important to, if you're spending a long term in Japan, don't just forget about your home, right? Don't just say, I would live in Japan now. That's so dumb, you know? Like, you don't, right? So people at home, I know that want to see you probably. Not everybody, but probably. And... You know, it can help, really help you. At least it did for me. Those first trips home really were like, wow, I want to make the most of my time in Japan, you know, because I'm spending time away from my family for me to live in Japan. I want to make sure I'm like using that time wisely, kind of. I don't know if that makes sense, but it definitely had that effect on me, which is why I wrote it here. Number eight, set up an outlet. Okay. What I mean by that is a way to share your experiences because um, I think if you have that, that's one of those things that, again, kicks yourself into gear to make sure you're having cool experiences because you want to share them with people, right? If you don't share your, what you're doing with anybody, your friends or anybody, you can just do nothing and basically be hikokomori, staying in your apartment all day and all night, 24 hours a day and do nothing, and then you're not really spending your time wisely in Japan. Some people want to live that way. That's cool. But most people that come to Japan don't want to do that because you could do that anywhere. Right. So what I set up, setting up an outlet, this chapter is about this chapter. It's one page. This one page is about making, sharing your experience with people. Cause I think it makes you enjoy your experiences more and it helps you do things more and it helps you meet people, blah, blah, blah. There's a lot of benefits to being public online, a lot of negatives as well, but networking is a huge part of finding work in Japan and finding friends in Japan. So Sharing stuff online is a, is a good way to get a, go about that. There's negative points as well, obviously. But, you know, overall, I think it's a net positive to be sharing your experiences online rather than not, okay? Number nine, uh, learn the culture. That's kind of a, just a, kind of a whatever one. I'm sure I was running out of, I was running out of statements at the ninth one. But, uh, yeah, obviously that's true. You want to make sure you, uh, you know, learn about Japan and don't just be in a stupid American um, no matter what you do, you're going to appear like a foreigner. I mean, that's just any, any if you live in any country, you're not going to live exactly like the people that live there 100% of the time. It's just, that's how it goes. But <laughs> you, you should learn how to be a good, uh, citizen of any country you live in, in Japan included. Okay. So that's a good one, I guess. I, I wouldn't know if I'd write that in 2020 book, but it's there for you. So pay attention. Uh, number 10, um, this one is one I used to have strong opinions on. But now I don't, and now it seems kind of silly. But number 10 is, you are a gaijin, embrace it. Um, so, yeah, I guess I felt the need to make sh- <laughs> I guess I felt the need to say that. I don't know. This is kind of a stupid one. Um, I, I, I Back at, you know, when I first got my time in Japan, I was very into the idea of becoming this kind of super gaijin foreigner that was so into Japanese culture and so good at speaking Japanese that I could, like, be Japanese like I think a lot of people fall into that time and anyone speaking English to me I was hate it you know and I was, took it personally and it's just so stupid I, if anything I would say something like I guess if I had to do 2020 version of this I would say like embrace 
embrace it because and explain it a different way that you know it's not because people speak english to you does not define who you are or doesn't mean they're they think negatively of you or they don't think you can speak english, japanese as well as them or they just don't know right they just don't know if you can or not so they speak english to you it doesn't mean they assume you can't all the time right like it's not a personal knock against you when people speak english to you that's one thing i would tell every new person coming to japan there is no need to get pissed when someone speaks English to you, back to you, right? And if they keep, didn't understand you, they just didn't understand you. Don't take it personally. I've seen many, heard many people, myself definitely included, have said, why did, why did they re- respond to me in English when I said it in perfect Japanese, right? There are many reasons they can respond to you in English, but one of them is definitely, 100%, that you didn't say it clear enough and they didn't understand you, or you said it incorrectly, or your accent was too heavy, or something like that, right? You know, it's don't blame other people when you feel slighted all the time, right? You know, no one knows if you said it natural. It's like the person that heard it, right? So um, embrace being a gaijin, I guess. In the end, I guess I'm agreeing with myself, my, my 2015 self, that yes, you do need to understand that you're not a Japanese person, but that's okay. Doesn't mean it'll affect your experience in Japan at all. You're not a Japanese person, but that's cool, right? Doesn't mean you can't, Learn Japanese as hard as you can. Be you know, become as near native a speaker as you possibly can be. Find an awesome job in Japan. Blah blah blah. It doesn't mean anything, right? It just means you're not from Japan. That's it. And don't get offended when people do things that know that they know you're not from Japan because you aren't, right? In the end, um, I don't know why a lot of people, myself included, again, it's a very reflective reflective time I'm in right now. So I'm going to leave Japan soon. But I definitely was in that 100%. Someone spoke English to me. I was pissed, right? Like, wow, I spent four hours studying Japanese and you're still speaking English? What the fuck? But that's not the right way to live, my friends. That is not cool. There are so many reasons someone might speak English to you. You know what I mean? And it's not all of them are because they just know you can't speak Japanese, right? So um, I would, you know, anyone out there, I hope you do the same. Don't. Don't get offended when that happens, right? Right. So um, there it is. That was the 10. Let me read read through the 10 real quick to sum it up here. So what was they again? So we have prioritize fun. Uh, do a quick recap, I guess. Prioritize fun. Yes. Short term, 100%. Prioritize fun. Long term, prioritize fun in the classroom. Outside of the classroom, prioritize networking, meeting people. Um, number two, throw away expectations. 100% still should be included. Throw away expectations, right? If you build up Japan too much, it won't fill those expectations. You get pissed. Number three, take action. Number four was set goals. Those kind of could have been combined. Stupid. But yeah, setting goals is important. Make sure you do stuff. Uh, you want to be in Japan. You don't want to just do nothing while you're in Japan, right? Do something about it. Enjoy your time. Uh, make a game over list. Uh, this is you know a, a list to make sure that if this happens, you'll go home or you won't recontract. I think that's good. I mean, it's still a lot of people could use that advice for sure to avoid spending staying in Japan too long and becoming bitter and hating Japan when really they are the themselves are to blame. Uh, learn Japanese. Yes, if you're long term, if you're short term, hey, it's up to you. You know, if you want to do it, cool. If you don't, don't. Number seven, plan a trip home. Eh, I don't know. It's good, but is that a is that deserve a spot on the list? I don't know. Number eight, set up an outlet. Definitely true. You want to you want to share your experiences and your opinions on things because it helps you meet people, and meeting people again is a way to expand your network and your job opportunities and friend opportunities. It's very important. So yes, make sure you have a place people can contact you. Basically, don't just 
you know, don't just hole up in your apartment and not know anybody, even if it's online, because online can become real life very easily. Uh, learn the culture. Yeah, kind of an obvious one. I wouldn't put that. And number 10, you were a guide, you embrace it. I said this was a stupid one and when, I, when I first got started reviewing this one, but then I kind of talked myself into, yes, it is important to know that you are not a Japanese person, but you also need to know that it's not a negative thing, right? So that's the key thing. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's, it's, it's kind of fun to look back at this. My mind has changed in many ways. I wrote this without kids, without a wife, and and uh, it was different. It's just a different mindset um, that I had then. Um, I'm definitely going to do a lot of you know recap episodes, I'm sure, so look forward to them. I'm rambling there, so I don't want to spill the beans here. But yeah, my time, I, I looking back on it, I have a lot of thoughts I want to share for sure about LT teaching and what I thought of that, what I got out of that, how it would change my time there. Um but yeah, that'll come in the future. I don't want to. I, I want to keep this episode focused on my ebook and what I would change about it in 2020. Uh, about 50-50, I guess, of things I would keep and things I would change. Um, but yeah, hopefully you got value out of that. Again, if you want to check it out, this old version, it is you can find it on the show notes page at theltinsider.com forward slash the podcast, or on the front page of the website as well. I'll put a link there. No strings attached. Um, download. I'll take away the even. I'll take away the um, requirement to even put your email, okay? So it's totally no strings attached. You can just click a link and you'll download the PDF, okay? So if you want to check out my thoughts there, please let me know what you think. I mean, it'll be interesting to hear from people if they agree or disagree. You can always follow me on Twitter or Facebook. I'm easy to find. So yeah, that's the episode this week, guys. Next week, I'll have a sweet interview, two interviews in a row coming up for you. Um, already in the bag recorded. They are pretty good. So stay tuned for those. And yeah, you're going to see a lot of uh, a lot of stuff coming out in the last two months of my time in Japan because I want to I wanna document it even if it's just documenting in a podcast that I probably won't listen back on but I want to get my thoughts out now while I have them fresh here because I, I remember when I came to Japan I can still remember my feelings then and they were very, very fresh and, and I still can see it. So I wonder if I'm in my time going back it's going to happen again, right? Those kind of thoughts are you're going to cement in your mind and so I want to kind of document that and see if it does happen. But we never know. But I've been rambling long enough. Thanks for listening so much and yeah, see you next week with a good interview. You know what I'm going to say here, right? Three magic words. Have more fun. See ya. I really hope you enjoyed today's Inside Japan podcast. Dive deeper into our world and learn more about what awaits you. Check out altinsider.com. And for regular up-to-the-minute job postings, check into jobsinjapan.com for the next big gig. Please tune in for our regular excursions into the world of Japan, and good luck! Gambate! Jobs in Japan.com